Hey everybody, welcome back to Antiques Diary. This is Anthony. On this lovely day, I'm drinking a Starbucks tall vanilla sweet cream cold brew, I believe it was called, which I bought using my flex dollars. Um, if you didn't know, I'm transferring universities next fall and my like flex dollars from my dining plan, I haven't really been using them because I'm on such a Sigma grind set like business wise, I try not to spend money. So I'm always like, oh, I don't want to use my flex. Which then leads me to now having three weeks to spend $177 in air quotes, which like it's not real money, but it kind of is because I pay for the meal plan. So I've been using those to buy Starbucks, um, but still I don't know how I'm going to spend $177 on on-campus food over the next three weeks. So if anybody out there at Westchester has suggestions, please let me know. Um, today is not, I was going to say it's a lovely day. It's not a lovely day. It's actually a pretty shitty day outside, which is, which really sucks because last Monday when I was recording this, like I was wearing fucking, I wasn't wearing shorts and a t-shirt, but I was dressed very lightly. It was very sunny outside. The air smelled like those pear trees that smell like semen. And today as I was walking to the building, it was shitty as fuck. I've tried to resist the like urge over the last week to wear absolutely no clothes at all because like oh my god you know it's getting warmer and I was facing a lot of pressure from my peers like oh my god Anthony aren't you hot why are you still wearing pants like you should be wearing shorts you know what I mean but I knew I knew it was going to get cold I knew this was a fake out and I didn't want to get my hopes up and get myself into like like I didn't want to like blue ball myself on summer in a way you know what I mean I I feel like it's kind of an everywhere thing but it's very distinctly a Pennsylvania thing to like have like this one random really warm day in like February or March or April for like a couple days and everyone's like runs outside like everybody like runs out of their building in a way that they never would do during the summer and lays around and wears like absolutely no clothes even though it's like 58 degrees like it's not that warm you know what I mean and then two days later it's like back to coats and it feels so oppressive because you like let loose and now you're like going back to winter I guess it probably doesn't if you like winter but I don't so I tried not to cave into that this year and just like held my ground because I knew I didn't want to get myself too excited so life updates and then I'm going to get into like the actual topic of this episode this past weekend I went to Washington DC for actually the first time ever I've never been there before which was really fun we took a lot of pictures of us standing next to the Washington Monument like doing that thing where you like lean up against it but like because we're so silly and goofy we like took ones where we clearly like missed it and we weren't leaning against anything it was really funny we did also take pictures of us laying down with the monument as like a gigantic dick coming out of our bodies um i also and you could see this if you go to my instagram anthony ecker underscore which you should follow along with my other social medias and follow the podcast because i post every tuesday I took this great picture of me standing on like a staircase platform thing. I don't know where we were. We were outside some fucking museum or whatever. And over the Washington Monument, there were all these chemtrails, if you will, that were like going in a way that it wasn't as great in the picture, but it was great right when I first saw it. They were all like going kind of towards and away. And there was all this smoke kind of around the monument. And it kind of looked like missiles flying through the air at the Washington Monument so I had the great idea to stand in front of it and salute which made a great picture that you can see over on my Instagram absolutely love it also on the way to DC we did take a school bus it was like a $10 like Westchester sponsored trip or whatever and I previously in my life have never gotten bus sick before 
However, perhaps I'm just old. I don't think I've been on a bus in a like a school bus for a long amount of time in a couple of years. It was fucking rough. I'm not going to lie. Like that three hour school bus trip was fucking me up, especially right when we started. I was like, I honestly think I was on Twitter or something on my phone, just like trying to get like the last little drops in before I knew I had to put my phone away because I would barf. And as we were pulling out of the parking lot, which I thought would be kind of a safe area, you know, we're going two miles an hour. The bus hit this speed bump at like 35 miles an hour for some reason. And I was reading right as that happened. Like, and I literally, like the whole world started spinning. I could feel my like PB&J that I had for breakfast start to make a reappearance. And then for the next 45 minutes, I honestly felt like I was going to puke. But one last life update and then I will, I promise I will get into the topic of the podcast. But I've been apartment hunting this past week because... So I picked an apartment for, like, because I'm going to Temple next year, if I haven't mentioned it before. I had an apartment picked out that I toured, and I really liked it, and I was like, oh, this is great. Um, With no, like, reference, like, I really only looked at a couple and was just like, oh, I like this one, and was just going to, like, pack it up and call it a day, which is very unlike me. I feel like I'm typically, like, weigh all my options, research something for, like, a million years, but I think I just was like, I just want to pick something, you know what I mean? And it was, like, $800 a month for, like, a... It was very clearly a student apartment. Like, no adult in their right mind would live there. But I was under the impression because at Westchester, I feel like housing is kind of, like, a hot commodity that it would be similar there. And I should just, like, pick something and go with it, especially because I'm so late in the game. Like, it's almost May. But then I went to one of my friend's friend's apartments. And as we were going to her apartment... They, they like put the address into Google Maps and I was like, oh shit, that's literally right next to the building I just toured. And her apartment was like noticeably larger than the one I toured and was $200 cheaper per month. And I was like, okay, well, now my girl boss mode is activated. Like I can't settle for this $800 a month shitty apartment. It's like basically an oversized dorm room. Like I'm not living there. So I've been apartment hunting, which for the first 10, 15 minutes of doing it, I was like, kind of starting to feel myself freak out and be like oh my god because I don't have roommates and I don't know where I want to stay and I don't understand the area well enough to know like what is or isn't a good street to live on and how far is too far um but then once I kind of realized there's a ton of housing and it's not that big of a deal because I'll find something eventually I was like wait this is kind of fun like I posted on the Facebook group and people keep like reaching out you know what I mean? And being like, you know, doing like the whole, hey, girly, it was just wondering if you wanted to live with us. We're blah, 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 blah. It's kind of fun. It's like this very like girl bossy networking kind of thing. Like I'm like weighing my options and like it makes me feel very like professional working class adult, like being on my phone and being like, oh, could I just get more details? And then like scheduling like a little tour appointment and being like, oh, I'll have to get back to you. I need to weigh my options and then like slamming the phone shut. Like, I don't know. It's very fun to me. Um, I actually think I may have picked the one I'm going to go with. So I scheduled a tour for Wednesday at like noon or something before I go see Lord in concert in the pit, which is unrelated. I just wanted to, you know, let everybody know for the millionth time. You will be hearing about that next week, just so you know. Anyway, so before this concert, I'm supposed to be touring an apartment, which is like right down the street from the last one I toured. And I had this tour set up and she was like, hey, just so you know, the apartment already has like two or three roommates. They're just looking for either one or two extras. I don't remember if it's just me or one other person. And I was like, "Okay, yeah, that's fine. I mean, I'll just if I like the apartment, I'll like reach out to the people. And I like to think I'm pretty flexible, like I'm clean, but 
this will be different than like a dorm room because I'm going to have like my own room. So I don't think it's going to be as big of a deal if the kitchen is like a little bit messy. We'll see. Like, yeah, I don't know. That might change in a couple months and I'll be like, my room's fucking disgusting. You know what I mean? But as of right now, that sounds okay to me. Anyway, and then this girl reached out to me on Facebook and was like, hey, girly pop, like I'm leaving my lease and I'm leaving two roommates behind. It's on this street. And I was like, oh, wait, really? Because I'm touring an apartment on that street. Like, which is it this one? And like gave her the address. And she was like, oh, my God. Yeah, it is. So I'm taking that as a sign from as like an Easter miracle, if you will, from the Lord above that I think this is the apartment I'm going to choose. Now that I'm done with life updates for the day, let's move on to the real topic, which the Easter thing did kind of lead into this very nicely. So so I did not go home for Easter this year, and this is the first time that I haven't been with my family at Easter which is fine. Like, I'm not religious, first of all, so I don't really care that, like, he is risen. You know what I mean? Like, that's okay with me. I also don't like ham. As a vegan, well, as a loose vegan, I like to say I'm, like, vegan adjacent, which is secret code for, like, I eat Popeyes, you know what I mean? Um, I don't like ham, and I also don't like turkey, and I didn't like them even when I wasn't vegan, which I am vegan. I didn't eat them because I thought they were gross. So, Overall, like the Easter experience for me is pretty lackluster, right? Because I have to go to church 500 times in a row in like one week. I have to eat shitty food that I don't want to eat. And also like unlike Christmas where I get like showered with gifts, you know what I mean? Um, Easter, it's kind of like here's like a chocolate egg or whatever the fuck. Like I don't care. You know what I mean? At that point, that's just Halloween, but like worse because it's not like I don't get to dress up, you know what I mean? In like a gay little outfit and I don't get to have like a big basket of like free candy not it's just like probably the worst of the like major American holidays like my point being it shouldn't really bother me I also don't enjoy spending time with my extended family sorry to my extended family who's definitely not listening to this like I enjoy hanging out with them in like an ironic camp kind of way for about 15 seconds and then I'm like this is not fun anymore (laughs) like it's kind of funny because they're all like I don't even want, I don't want to get too deep into my extended family, but they're, they're a cast of characters, I will say. But again, after a few minutes, it's like, oh, right, you guys kind of suck. And then I don't want to be with them anymore. You know what I mean? And then I'm just sitting there wearing like jeans and a sweater, hanging out with my older sister. And we're both like waiting for my mom to want to go home. And I'm like, yeah, I'm switching from communications to computer science. Yeah, I'm going to Temple. Yeah, I know it's really unsafe. Yeah, I know. Oh, I'll be careful. Like, I don't give a fuck. I don't feel like doing any of that. However, yesterday, I was still feeling this weird sense of feeling left out in a way that I was like, I kind of feel like I should be doing something on Easter. Because all I did yesterday was go to work, sit around with my coworkers and complain that like we have to work on Easter, even though none of us celebrate Easter. Like we were all just kind of like, this is stupid, but we're going to complain about it anyway. And then I, like, came home and ate chicken tenders and did homework. Not They were vegan, I would like to clarify. That's not an an ironic way. Like, they actually were vegan chicken tenders. So, like, there's no real reason for me to feel left out because I'm not missing anything that I would want to do. But, and maybe this can be tied into social media, too, but I, and, like, capitalism. I don't know. Like, pick your buzzword. But I just felt this weird sense of, like, I feel like, I feel like I should be doing something, even though the thing that I should, in quotes, be doing is something I don't want to do. I think kind of on top of that, I like yesterday, I I felt this weird guilt about 
wanting to go get food because like I live on campus so like you know I eat at like the dining hall or whatever which I didn't end up going because honestly I just didn't feel like it but I also was like I feel kind of guilty going because like I'm making them work on Easter but also like that's coming from a very Christian centric point of view like assuming people even fucking celebrate Easter because like if you're not unlike Christmas which is like relevant if you're not Christian if you're not Christian Easter is like so fucking irrelevant so I don't know and I feel like this happens to me a lot and I have a couple other examples I want to talk about where it's like I just feel this weird sense of like dread and feeling like I should be doing something even if it's like things I don't want to do another really good example of this is going to frat parties so I've never actually been to a frat party because the couple times my friends went I just like wasn't around for a couple different reasons so I never went with them and I know I wouldn't enjoy it because I know in like my day-to-day life the types of people that I know go there I'm like I don't fucking like these people I wouldn't want to hang around these people although I do like being in big groups of people I'm assuming the clientele there I'm just not gonna like get along with so like you'd think the like internal reaction to me seeing people's Snapchat stories of them at a party at TKE would be like, okay, I don't fucking care. I don't want to go there, which is in a rational sense true because I don't want to go there. I would much rather honestly sit in my room alone and watch Netflix and beat my dick than go to a frat party. But I still feel this weird sense of like, I feel like I should, I don't know if it's like, I feel like I should want to go there even though I don't want to go there. Like, does that make sense? Another good example that is pretty similar to a frat party is in high school, I was in marching band. So obviously, like, at football games, I was always with the marching band, which was one of my favorite things of high school. Like, I absolutely love being in marching band. I know that's so dorky. I do like to explain to people as, like, a little asterisk. At my high school, our marching band was, like, 25% or something like that of the student population. Like, we had a huge-ass marching band relative to the size of our school so obviously it was still lame because it was marching band but like it wasn't like this super weird like it wasn't me and 10 other people like it was like a big thing but even though I love being in marching band and doing that at the football games I still occasionally would be like I kind of wish I could go to like the student section or just like go hang around you know what I mean like the football game and just like soak up the ambiance even though again on a rational level I know I don't I was friends with all the people in band and I wouldn't have wanted to hang out with besides a couple selective people, the people who weren't in marching band who also go to football games, like that cross section of people is like not one that I would want to be hanging around. But I still felt as though I was kind of missing out on something. And I think what it kind of boils down to, and maybe, you know, some of you out there agree, I feel like I just generally feel left out when I do things that aren't like the norm or like the normal thing to do or the stereotypical thing to do or the most common thing to do even if it's not something I want to do on a deeper level like I don't want to have kids I do not ever want to have a child like I I know at a very rational level I'm way too selfish to take care of a kid I don't want to put my life on pause for a kid etc but I know as I get older and some of my friends start having kids I'm going to feel kind of the same way like oh that sounds like Like, I kind of want to participate in that very normal part of life, even though I don't actually. It's just, like, I feel like I should be going along with society, even though it's not something I want to do. I think that that makes sense, right? Let me know out there if you feel the same way. I would love to know. 
For another example, and one that had very deep and lasting ramifications on the path of my life. So my senior year of high school, like going into it, like the summer, like the first half of the summer before it and most of my junior year, I was like, I'm just going to go to Temple University. I didn't put any other thought into it. It was just kind of like good school, good location, cheap, has a bunch of majors, like the end. And I was kind of of the mindset that I was like, I don't even want to go. I don't want to go to like a big prestigious school because I know, number one, I won't be able to afford it. And number two, if I take out loans to be able to afford it, I which was like just not realistic. I mean, at the time I was a communications major. I wasn't taking out $300,000 worth of loans. That was like, you know, fucking stupid, right? Um, and I was like, I know even if I took out the loans to go there, I wouldn't like being there because I would be surrounded by the types of people I don't like being around. Like, I don't I don't want to be at a school full of people that can afford to go to a school that's $100,000 a year. You know what I mean? Like, that just, as someone who doesn't fit in with the yacht crowd, per se, I know I wouldn't want to do that. And then over the summer, I, I don't even know how I fell into the, like, pit where I got, like, so fixated on, I want to go to a big prestigious school out of fucking nowhere. Like, this was so out of character for me, I feel like. As someone who normally like is very anti anti establishment and like I'm just gonna go do my own fucking thing and I wanna do the cheap thing and blah blah blah. It just didn't make sense for me, but I still got really caught up in the like again, kind of the social norm for some people, this is not for a lot of people, but the social norm for a group of people, mostly that I had seen online, like on TikTok and YouTube and stuff of people like who were had spent so much time and poured so much of their time and effort their senior year into applying to schools and getting into schools and wanting to go to really good schools. And I was like, I want to do that. I think a lot of it in that specific case too was I was very depressed at the time. So it was just nice to have some weird glimmer of hope to latch onto being like, I'll get to get out of my little small town and go to a big school instead of getting out of my small town and going to like a little nothing school which was how I described Temple at the time which is not how I would describe it now obviously because I'm you know about to go there um that's a different like that was just kind of my mindset at the time was that you know I don't want to go there that's like a little cheap nothing school I want to go to a big school and get opportunity and blah 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 um which then I did like wake up at one point you know because I couldn't afford to go to the school I knew I couldn't afford to go to you know what I mean and was like, oh, I literally wouldn't want to go there. But again, I got so wrapped up in feeling like I should want to do something, feeling like as a senior in high school, I should want to go to a big, prestigious, expensive school, even though, again, that wasn't what I wanted to do. So the moral of the story, and I think this is something that is probably going to continue to bother me for the next ever of my life. Um, I still kind of feel this way. Uh, about a lot of different different like decisions that I make like even the fact that I'm leaving my current school and transferring which I hate being here like I really really despise being at this school sometimes I'm like do I really hate it or do I feel like I should hate it do you know what I mean which I know isn't true in this specific instance I know I just really don't like being here but because I've run into this problem so many times in the past it's kind of starting to you know it's just always like this little shadow of like doubt in my mind moral of the story is a lot of the times in my life I feel like I should be wanting to do something and I feel like I should be missing out on something even though I'm not 
And if you're also feeling this way, which I'm sure other people feel this way because, you know, I'm just assuming I'm not just like, you know, fucking weird, which I am. You know, I'm super silly and quirky and goofy and unique. But regardless, I think something that's really helped a lot for me, um, and this is a super obvious one, like journaling or like making a spreadsheet of your options or something, just like having something tangible and rational to refer to when you're just like laying in bed thinking about like, oh, my God, and you're like spiraling like. For me, it helps to have this like concrete thing to look at that like explains choices and explains why I would or would not want to do something. Because a lot of the time when I'm, you know, again, spiraling, the rash like the rationality kind of starts to fade away and I start to just act very emotional and like forget all the pros and cons. And I just like I'm like, boom, you know what I mean? And then like spiraling backwards. So, yeah, I hope this helps heart. Thank you so much for listening to Antiques Diary, week four. Make sure to follow me on all social medias. They're all linked down below. Make sure to follow the podcast. And let me know what you're thinking about this, like, shorter, more condensed, more specific podcast format. I think, I mean, I really like it, and I think I'm going to continue to do it every week, just kind of focused on, like, one epiphany I've had throughout the week or one, like, thing. I don't know. Anyway, I'll see you next Tuesday.